Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Canton Cannabuzz and Happy New Year. I'm Kelly Beyer with the Canton Repository, and today I'm joined by Doug Livingston, a reporter with fellow Gatehouse-owned paper, the Akron Beacon Journal. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Doug, and welcome to the podcast today. You have been tracking down area physicians and dispensaries in anticipation of Ohio's first medical cannabis sale. So what can you tell us about how soon that might be? As soon as I know that marijuana should hit the shelves uh, would be Tuesday. Some of the testing facilities and cultivators that are getting the product to market say that the single dispensary in Ohio that is approved is out in Wintersville, which is the suburb of Steubenville. So unless you're over in Appalachian, Ohio, there isn't going to be a dispensary this week uh, close to you. There are some local dispensaries that are coming online. They are waiting final inspection from the state. A lot of them are under construction. Some of them are just waiting for uh, some last-minute improvements uh, before they can call the inspectors in. All right. And at this point, it'll mostly be plant material that'll be available? Yeah. As far as I can tell, there is a testing facility, North Coast Laboratories in Streetsboro, and they have accepted plant material from five cultivators from the state. And for the hours away. The closest one to the Akron-Canton area would be uh, ATCPC, which is in uh, Chapel Hill area in Akron, and I believe there's an East Lake outfit, uh, Buckeye Relief, which is also shipped from plant material. Because the processors, which will turn this plant into oils and tinctures and some other uh, products to be used, those processors aren't, aren't open yet, so the first round of marijuana will be some basic testing done on just the plant product, uh, which should be pretty dry, intended for vaping use until those processors uh, and other cultivators get online. The supply is going to be pretty limited, not only in uh, product type, but also in quantity. All right. And there are currently 353 doctors certified to recommend cannabis, but not all of them will. Why is that? Well, I heard from some of the folks in the industry that uh, only one in five doctors across the state are actively accepting new patients. And so we surveyed our local doctors in Medina Portage, Stark, and Summit Counties. Out of the 39 listed on the state's certified to recommend list, only seven of them said that they were willing to have their names publicly broadcast. Of only seven of those nearly 40 are taking patients. The reasons really uh, run the gamut. Many of them aren't taking new patients. They have very specialized care. Uh, some of them are pediatric palliative care uh, specialists. Uh, obviously, they're not going to take a, a veteran or an, or an elderly person struggling uh, with end of life, uh, chronic pain, or cancer. So it depends on who they're treating. Some of them signed up just to have the education at hand in case a patient asks about it. They uh, Some of them may or may not intend to recommend marijuana at a later point. Uh, and then there was a handful of folks who were concerned about their name being out there to attract patients who would use medical marijuana for 
recreational or non-authorized uses, which are on that list of 21 ailments listed by the state. All right. And then um, the state website can be maybe a little less than helpful in the aspect of finding physicians. So if you are a medical cannabis patient in Ohio, how do you find out who in your area is recommending? Sure. So um, I guess the easiest way if you're in the Akron Canton area would be to check out the stories that are coming online this weekend. Um, we will have an interactive list with the names of doctors who are taking new patients. Their contact information, including phone numbers and office addresses, will be listed on the map with that story. There are uh, other ways to connect with local doctors if uh, people are just thinking about medical marijuana or possibly pursuing a recommendation to get a marijuana card. Um, a couple of the organizations that I bumped into locally uh, are the Green Compassion Network, uh, which was formed down in Third County. It's a bunch of uh, doctors and healthcare practitioners who um, are, are advocating for medical marijuana as, a, as an alternative treatment option. Um, and then there's also Ohio Marijuana Card, which is kind of a statewide private company that is taking patients at seven locations, and they have a central call center in Independence. And Ohio Marijuana Card is pretty easy to find. Google. They're one of the top hits on the search, um, so they're not hard to track down, and they will walk folks through the entire process. Um, they do charge, uh, as, as the doctor's office would charge. Um, I believe their rates are $340, which drops to $220 for veterans. And then on top of that, the state's filing fees are $50 for general population, and I believe that's at half the $25 for the veterans. So there is some cost to this. The process is kind of confusing, and the state hasn't done the best job in helping patients connect with doctors who are actually public-facing. So, as you mentioned, some of the doctors on the list aren't taking their patients, so it wouldn't do much good to call them. Some of the doctors have actually, um, they were kind of concerned that their name showed up on the state website. They had, they had people who lived around the corner calling them, uh, even though they had no intention of recommending marijuana. But in a nutshell, I guess the process works that uh, the patients can access an Ohio marijuana card if they get a recommendation from a doctor on a certified list. And the doctor isn't uh, writing the prescription to take to a pharmacy. It's not a prescription recommendation. They're basically giving the patient information and the right to go to a dispensary and get the product that would best suit the ailments they are suffering. And I'm told that uh, maybe CBD oils would be best for child seizures, whereas uh, something more like vaping the, the, the plant or you know, accessing more of the THC component would be a more calming on the nerves for somebody who is suffering from PTSD uh, or chronic pain. So uh, it really it's really incumbent upon the patient to make sure that you're accessing the best information possible. Uh, and I think the best way to start, uh, aside from the literature out there, would be to, to contact a doctor who is having open and honest conversations about the drug. We did talk to Dr. Stephen Davis down in the North Canton area. So I believe you profiled uh, previously in the repository. He, he consults his patients very openly and, and telling them that you know, marijuana does have addictive qualities. That's uh, something that should be known. He recommends microdosing. He's cautioning against people who may overindulge in the, in the, in the drug. It can have adverse side effects, build a tolerance to it. It could actually end up doing some of the things that it set out to lead. So he's, he, he very much cautions uh, that, that you should follow your doctor's uh, recommendation and use a drug accordingly. 
All right. All good information. And thank you very much for joining me today, Doug. And if there's anything else you would like to learn, check out Ohio.com and CantonRep.com and the stories that start on Sunday. Thank you. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.